This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This week's episode is brought to you by Talenti Gelato and Sorbetto. So Talenti has created a website called flavorize.us where you can go and see if you were a flavor of Talenti Gelato, what flavor you would be. And it was kind of funny. I just did it. And like it, it has you choose from among all these like uh, emoticon faces, like which one best represents your current mood. And I kind of clicked on the one that was like, I don't know, maybe like like kind of mildly happy, sort uh-huh. of like blushingly happy. And I was wondering what would happen if I clicked on the sad one. Like, oh, like it, what flavor would it give me? Like s- sad sob berry? Like, <laughs> is that a thing? S- s- strawberry sob berry? Sob berries are definitely a, a thing you don't want to eat. <laughs> they are so moist. But so, Very so I did it. I got kiwi muesli. <laughs> I got coffee liqueur pie crust. Um, I'm 46% sweet. I'm more sweet than any other attribute i'm i'm many percent wonderful okay (laughs) yeah so uh to create your own sweet and wonderful flavor go to (laughs) flavorize.us and also eat some talenti gelato i'm matthew i'm chewing as usual and this is spilled milk the show where we cook something delicious eat it all and you can't have any today we're talking about tortillas or rather i'm just going to be eating quesadillas Yep. So tortillas, maybe kind of a broad topic, depending mm-hmm. on what size of tortilla you buy. This might turn into like another vinegar episode, by which I mean a vinegar episodes. Yeah, it might turn into an episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, it might elongate beyond our control. Oh, wow. The trajectory. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't oh, yeah. see where it's headed. Um, no, we'll have to do some some kind of uh, like you know uh, triangulation. <laughs> it took me it took me a minute to get there. <laughs> you know, can I admit something embarrassing? I do not know what triangulation is. I, I feel don't like... either, but I feel like if I'm picturing a trajectory in my mind, uh-huh. I can picture how to triangulate it by like sticking a triangle under by it? just like putting a third side on it. Yeah, because a trajectory is parabolic. Is that right? I think it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we are not allowed to use any words more than two syllables for the rest of the episode. I think, yeah, I think I got it out of my system, though, so I'm okay now. Great. So what uh, tortilla memory lane? Let's uh, let's go down that flatbread alley. So uh, the tortillas of, of my memory are, gosh, do you hear the dumpster outside being flipped upside down and pounded around, dear listener? I do. Um, 
Isn't it cool when they do that? It's so cool. I love that there's... I it, love that like it has these like arms that yes. like just scoop up the dumpster and they're like, come here, dumpster, juju, <laughs> and they just like... <laughs> That's what they say every time. That was a perfect impression of my, of my garbage man. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like when... Dumpster is such a cute word anyway. I mean, I'm just always like, come here, dumpster, would you, could you, could you, It would really you? is. It's like... You the, know? It's like there's such a big gap between how gross it is and how cute the name is. <laughs> name's so cute. I know. Oh, And anyway. you should not play in or around them. No, no. That always ends in tragedy. You should only smoke near them. Exactly, as we've, as established. we've established. No, I just love how they can pick it up and just fling it around like it's nothing, even though it weighs like thousand pounds or whatever. Yeah. It's it's the only it's the only like really like Godzilla type experience that I get to see in real life. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, cool. What was this episode so, about again? So anyway, Godzilla. So uh, in my childhood, there were a lot, or, or there were mostly flour tortillas. Mm-hmm. I think corn tortillas were not really a strong concept in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh, everything was in a flour tortilla, and flour tortillas. Let's be real, are delicious. Oh, because I'm so glad. I was afraid you were going to say we're like inferior. And no, I was because gonna... they usually have lard in them. They usually have like like added fat, whereas corn ones don't usually. Right. right? I mean, corn ones are usually just like masa. Yes. And what is masa? <laughs> <laughs> it's ground up. It's it's mixtalized. Uh, it's corn that has been treated a certain way and then ground up. It's it's with slaked lime, I think. Oh, keep going. I don't Matthew. know where that came Ooh, from. Oh, say slaked lime again. Mm. <laughs> Whoa, listeners! I wish you could see the the shimmy that went with that. Mm, uh, I was getting a little more comfortable in my chair. <laughs> that's right. So if I keep if I keep saying slaked lime, are all of our listeners going to shimmy in the same way? That's mm-hmm. a beautiful image. Mm. That's the way to pe- bring people together. Uh, if we all shimmy in the same way. Yeah. Well, I mean, when it comes down to it, we do all shimmy in the same way, right? We do. On the inside, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I mean by that. So, okay, so the corn is treated with lime, and that's sort of how they, they I take I think you're the... referring to peristalsis. <laughs> that's an internal no, shimmy. A hundred percent, that is an internal shimmy. God, the... Matthew, I love us. <laughs> Nobody else does, but I do. I, I know. Thank the to the to the three listeners who have made it this far <laughs> past the peristalsis and the triangulation. We have triangulated your coordinates, and we're sending some love in that direction. <laughs> Go on, and and some vomit. Apparently, yeah, t- talk about talk about slaked lime. Somewhere. I don't know. It's it's corn. You know, they treat the corn with lime to remove the hull. How is lime different from lye? I think lime, I, I'm going to make this answer up. I think lime is kind of like lye, but not as strong. It, it is an alkaline agent, mm-hmm. I think. Cool. So uh, it's like calcium carbonate, maybe? That's chalk, isn't it? Yeah, that's chalk. Okay. It's mm-hmm. uh, uh, sodium. Uh, don't worry about it. Let's move on. Moving on. So anyway, corn is treated with a certain alkaline substance. Mm-hmm. Which... Um, it it makes it more digestible and gives it that particular corn tortilla flavor. Yeah, uh, but but all this to say that it doesn't have fat added to it the way that flour tortillas do. I can't believe you remember that. That's how that started. That we, that anyway, we, okay. uh, I, it's, uh, this is what you pay me the big bucks for. You're absolutely right. Um, anyway, and there's, so there's something wonderful about the flavor of a flour tortilla. It is just yeah, man. Um, well, it's great when it's steamed like they do. You know, if you go to a burrito chain, I, I, it's weird how I said that. Like, I can't name that. Like, I'm not allowed to a name burrito a burrito chain. chain, such as the Chipotle or 
Taco the, Del Mar. The Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like going to the Chipotle. That's okay. what my grandma would call it if she knew it I, existed. You know, I have a real weakness for a uh, quarter pounder with cheese at the McDonald's. <laughs> Oh, you mean at Golden Arches? <laughs> the Golden Arches, yes. <laughs> no, I just call it Golden Arches. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I don't so, know. Uh, soft and, okay, so it can be like steamy and, and pillowy, or you can crisp it up like we did for this quesadilla. It's good either way. And I think what I would, like my fundamental, this may be a controversial statement. This may be categorized under under the heading of fiery rant. Um, I think the <laughs> that unless you're at like a Mexican grocery where they make their own corn tortillas, I think when you go to the store, the flour tortillas on the whole are much better product than the shelf stable corn tortillas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree because yeah, shelf stable corn tortilla is often like a sad floppy thing. You're often a sad floppy. Uh, thing. It's true. It's true. I am. Um, so so what do you do? So do you use tortillas a lot? I yeah, I use tortillas a lot. Do you abuse tortillas? Uh, probably some of the things I do with them, if uh, you know, if you grew up in a in a Mexican uh, household of Mexican heritage, you would probably call it tortilla abuse. Let's talk about what you do with tortillas. Well, I mean, you're eating a quesadilla that I made, mm-hmm. um, which which is not tortilla abuse. I mean, that's let's talk about these two different tortillas because you made them with two different tortillas. So four different tortillas actually, but two types. But two types. Okay, this, so the first one is a, it's a Guerrero brand. I don't know if this is like a regional or national brand, but um, I think it's my favorite brand of flour tortillas. And uh, so I made a quesadilla with Tillamook extra sharp cheddar on some flour tortillas. And then also on this newish kind of product, which is like a hybrid corn and wheat tortilla, hmm. Hmm. which I kind of like. So wait a minute. This was a flour tortilla, mm-hmm. and this was a corn and flour tortilla, basically. Yep. Um, I, I do have some corn tortillas also, but I haven't. Oh yeah, do you think we should just out, for yeah. the sake of this episode should we should we narrow it down to flour tortillas just for today? Maybe we should. I kind of feel like we should. We talked about slaked lime for a long time for this to be the flour tortilla <laughs> episode. I want to make clear, slaked lime is not a part of making flour tortillas. I know this. I don't want to receive the emails. No. And I've made flour tortillas, everybody. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I have two. It's great. Oh my god, cool. So I would have guessed neither of us would have ever made flour tortillas. Me too. And it turned out we both did. We both have. And you know what? They're really easy to make. Not necessarily easy to make well. I think they're easy to make pretty well. As long as you roll them thin enough. For me, yes. that's the thing. Yeah. You have to roll it really thin. Um, I think I used shortening in mine. Did you use lard in yours? What I did. did you? Oh yeah. god, you are so classy all the time. So, so classy. Yesterday, I was, I was making some carnitas, which are... Uh, you know, uh, pork shoulder uh, braised braised with lots of lard. I'd, I'd cooked them the previous day, and then I was going to uh, broil them and crisp them up. And so I had to take them out of the of the Tupperware and arrange them in a in a uh, baking pan for broiling. And you know, of course, my hands got just covered with grease. And then I, after I washed my hands, they felt so like soft and moisturized and buttery. Um, hey, don't mind me. I just put on some chapstick, and now I'm now I'm using the abrasive part of a paper towel to rub a bunch of dry skin off my lips. Carry on, Matthew. Great. Um, we'll get a we'll get a photo of that, uh, and uh, and so and so I said, you know, I, I've just uh, I've just rubbed lard all over my hands, and now they feel so soft and baby like. And uh, the rest of my family thought this was a weird thing to say. What do oh, you think? No, no, I think that's a great thing to say. Like whenever I uh, like butter a baking dish or something, mm-hmm. I you know I used to use. I remember my mom when she taught me how to butter a baking dish. 
I'm just going to keep saying butter a baking dish, Mm -hmm. butter a baking dish. Anyway, when my mom taught me how to butter a baking dish, she showed me how to like scoop up a little bit of softened butter on a piece of paper towel that you'd maybe like folded into quarters. Well, as an adult, I do see how that works well. However, you lose a bunch of butter into the paper towel. So sometimes I just do it with my fingers and then I just rub my hands together and then with I'm glee. Like, with glee, um, like the Grinch when he stole Christmas. <laughs> and um, and and then I'm so soft and buttery smelling. Today's episode is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra is, well, kind of right up there with the most comfortable bras I've ever owned. I've noticed that it's super smoothing and invisible <laughs> under every outfit. You know, the cups are made out of memory foam, so, like, I don't know, when I poke one... It pops back? No. Or, like... I guess, like, it, I guess memory foam's supposed to hold the dent, but I have to say it pokes back really well, so you can, like, poke my boob and it'll... I it'll can? Re, it'll reinflate. <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah. Things just got a lot more intimate around here. Okay. So um, it's got great details. Like every time you see a third love bra strap, like, you know, if you're in the know, if you're a third love mm-hmm. customer, mm-hmm. you you know when you have met a fellow third love member. So my friend Natalie, can, I, can I say this? Natalie, I'm calling you out here. So Natalie purchased um, a couple of third love bras as a result of hearing our ad. Nice. And now whenever I see her, I, I, I feel like it's taken our friendship to this whole new level because when I see her bra strap... That sounds awkward, but anyway, when I when I when I notice her bra strap, I'm like, oh yeah, we're like in the sisterhood of the of the, the traveling third love bra. Yeah. When would you say every time we see her, things look like as perkier than ever? Oh yeah, super smoothing and invisible under every outfit. All right, so if you want a free trial of a third love bra, they will send you the 24 seven t shirt bra for a one dollar shipping fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can keep it for thirty days. Is you, that right? Yep, thirty days. You can take the tags off. You can wear it. You can wash it. You can like do everything you do in your bra. You can poke it. Exactly. Um, every time Molly says that, she is actually poking I'm, her bra. I'm poking my boob. Uh, this is this is method around here. And uh, if you don't like it, send it back. They'll charge you nothing. And if you do like it, which you will, keep it and they'll charge your card. And if you don't know your size, an online fit specialist, a very friendly online fit specialist, but not too friendly. <laughs> not will, like poking friendly. Not like poking friendly. will help you find your perfect fit. Uh, and that website where you can find the online fit specialist and get the free trial is thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. Yeah. If you were going to steal one holiday, which one would it be? Oh. By the way, I'm totally on board with your buttering yourself. Oh, great. <laughs> great. Do you ever dab a little behind your ears? I don't. I don't. Uh, is this still our flour tortilla episode? Oh, uh, this is our flour tortilla slash uh, holiday... <laughs> holiday theft. Yes. Uh, uh, let me see. Which holiday would I steal? God, you know, like, I feel like the 4th of July is a holiday that every year has so much potential. And I'm not just talking about the fireworks. I'm talking about the general good feeling that comes with, like, early summer. So, wait. So, you want to steal it and take that potential away so no one can enjoy it? <laughs> Or do you mean you want to steal it like Grinch style, like you're going to steal it and then you're going to give it back better than ever after you've had your way with it? Yeah, let's do the latter. Let the latter. Because I was going to say, I want to steal Thanksgiving because I'm not a fan of either the food or like the forced family time. So wait, you want to take it away from everybody? Yeah, I want to take it away from everybody. You're not going to give it back in better form, like with all the families removed? Oh, that's an interesting question. <laughs> and I say this is someone who does love her family. Wait, wait does this, is this like a... Unlike uh, Matthew, who doesn't love his family, <laughs> Judy um, Amster. 
Are you hearing this? I feel like you've laid out kind of a left behind scenario where like I raptured everybody on Thanksgiving and I may or may not. (laughs) All that was left were the turkey bones. (laughs) Just a a pile of turkey bones. Uh Yeah, try and pardon that, Mr. President. Um, So, uh, how would you like to do a flour tortilla episode I would love it. Let's talk about flour tortillas. Hey, so what do you do with flour tortillas other than make quesadillas? Okay, uh, I make burritos all the time. You do? I I never make burritos at home. I I think I would have guessed that. Yeah, I know. You know me so well. Wait, but but what did you do with the flour tortillas that you made, if not burritos? Uh, I think that we used them for, like, tacos or something. Um, and, and now, like, I feel like uh, I understand that a l- I think I don't know. I, I once again, I'm tiptoeing up to talking about a culture whose food I really know nothing about. But I know that flour tortillas are often used in, like, say, Baja style fish tacos and maybe not. Yeah, sure. Maybe not used in other parts of Mexico. I don't really know. Um, but well- like. I know, I know from from reading a little bit about this that they are they are common in like the the Sonoran Desert area, like uh, like northern Mexico along the U.S. border. Okay, but otherwise it's kind of a corn corn tortilla. Kind of a corn culture, yeah. Kind of a corn culture, yes. Uh, so anyway, all this to say that yes, we made flour tortillas to eat with some kind of taco. Okay. Um, now when I encounter them, most often it is in with like a fish taco. Yeah, that's uh, and a fish, a good fish taco is good, and a bad fish taco is very bad. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm always like nervous to order it unless unless it's I've gone to a special fish taco kind of place. Mm-hmm. What about shrimp tacos? Oh, that can be really good I too. Love a shrimp yeah. taco. Oh, I haven't had a shrimp taco in a long time, and now I really want one. Yeah. Like, can we do like a fish and shrimp taco episode? Sure, but think, then, but then, like, where does this flour tortilla episode begin, and the fish and shrimp taco episode? Well, we'll talk. Be- we'll concentrate ends, on like the I fillings mean, and the whole gestalt. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> I was not supposed to say that. I thought we swore <laughs> off big words. That was two syllables. It's okay. okay. Judge's ruling. Okay. So hold on. Tell me about your your experience making corn flour tortillas. What did um, you make them to do with? Well, first I, I mean, sliced some lime. No, you didn't. <laughs> um. I think just to see if how they would be different from store bought, and and I think the answer is they're a little better. Yeah, that was my they experience. really are. I think they're better. I, maybe it's a textural issue too. Yeah, they're really tender mm-hmm. in a way that the store bought ones aren't always. Yeah. Oh yeah, the flakiness—that's the big difference because you get like the layers of a flour like separated by layers of, of fat that has been yes. rolled out. God, I'm doing a rolling yes. pin motion right now, yes. everybody. Uh, yeah, so, which kind of looks like a very small curling motion. Like, are you are you gearing up to be on the curling? Olympic oh, oh like, team? like I've got a curling broom. Yeah. yeah. If I if I was on the curling team, I would be like one of those one of the people trying to sneakily use the band type of curling broom that I read about in the New York <laughs> of Times. Of course you would. Yeah. Of course you would. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I made flour tortillas a couple times. I will probably do do it again. But I make burritos with store bought flour tortillas all the time. That's that's kind of one of my chief go-to things like when it's five o'clock and like i haven't decided on what's for dinner yet burritos and so do you buy like big ones like you would get like at chipotle or are you using like regular size flour tortillas i generally like the second largest size for burritos so like the 12 inch ones which are often i think bigger than 12 inch are like Mm -hmm. too much burrito for me yeah i get like the 10 inch ones you know what i love i love those weird like fiberglass um, 
I have no tortilla, idea what you're going to say. Tortilla holding vessels. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Now I know exactly you know, like, what you I mean. I think of it as like like something at the Mexican restaurants yes. of my youth. It would have this this lid. That with kind like of, a circular knob. Yes, with yes. a circular knob. And like when you put the lid on the like uh, the cylindric, the short cylinder container, like it made just the best, most solid sound. Yes. Yeah. Like when you go, you go. It's it's like a standard accoutrement. I did it again at a uh, <laughs> at like a Tex-Mex or Mexican American, yeah. uh, you know, cheesy Mexican kind of restaurant. And as I recall, it would only have flour tortillas. Like, would you would you ever encounter a corn tortilla in that? I feel like people don't just serve corn tortillas. So Maybe they do. I don't at know. The, no, at the place near near me that that I'm thinking of. Uh, you can definitely get either, and okay. I think they would. I think they both come in the same exact thing you're talking about. I love that thing. Yeah, whatever that thing is called. Um, and flour tortillas are, of course, uh, the the right tortilla for fajitas. Yes, yes, um, you are right. Yeah, can you like when I say fajitas? Did you immediately have like the, the I immediately smell heard and the, the sound? sizzling, the yes. sizzling of the pan. That trend needs to come back because those things are good. I never felt strongly about it. Maybe uh, it's because I feel kind of iffy on green peppers. Like I'll eat them, mm. but I'm always like, why are people choosing green peppers? I love green peppers. Did we? So, I've, we've thanks for about listening this. to our green pepper episode. <laughs> our green pepper episode. <laughs> um, what else do we need to talk about? What brand do you use? Guerrero. What, uh, so here's what I think. I think you should, and I, I think I stole this idea from Serious Eats or something. Uh, when you're buying flour tortillas, like. Examine the packages closely like you're some kind of maniac and look for the thinnest ones. Oh, the thinnest tortillas? Because some, some of them like are really like fluffy, thick, which uh, I, I guess some people like and that's fine. But for me, like I want it to be, you know, super like crepe thin. Do you – are you familiar with a concept called – like the, the, are you familiar with Indian tacos? <laughs> yes, yes. Like fry bread tacos? Yeah, like, like oh, fry those bread tacos. Yeah, like because you want to, if you're looking for a good flour tortilla, you don't want it to look like Indian fry bread. Right. So I think you want to go like all the way in one direction or the other. You either want to like, you know, super puffy and fluffy like Mm -hmm. a gordita or a fry bread taco, or you want it uh, super thin and crepey. Yes. Like uh, like you would get at a burrito chain, the names of which I'm contractually not allowed to say. <laughs> the burrito chain. The, yeah, at the, burri- the burrito artist. So you, do you also, you just mentioned crepes. Do you use flour tacos? Like, uh, was that like more than just an analogy? Was that like an admission? That, that was you- so much more than an analogy. <laughs> okay. That was an admission of guilt. Okay, uh, go on. Well, on the crepe episode, I think I made them that you you take a flour tortilla, you dip it in a mixture oh. of cream, milk, and egg. Yes, and then you just fry it in butter in a pan. Yes, is it is it really like a crepe? No, <laughs> is it really good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay, okay. We should link to that again. Yeah, for sure. It's okay. so easy to do. Like it's it's easy enough that I can do it like on a on a school morning. So you say that that burritos are like a you know sort of a backup food for you. Do you like keep tortillas in the freezer? Uh, I keep tortillas in the fridge where they last a pretty long time. How, like how long? Three weeks. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I feel like I've like all all my I mean, life I've wasted all this time when I could have been keeping flour <laughs> tortillas in my fridge. You could have been slaking lime all this time. No, because that's corn tortillas. Right. <laughs> um yeah, they I don't I assume they probably would also freeze, but I always use them up. I mean they do at some point start to get like kind of brittle in the fridge, but yeah. it doesn't matter because 
you're going to heat them up anyway. So how do you heat a flour tortilla at home? This is an important conversation. You're assuming that I have eaten flour tortillas well, at you... home at any time recently. Oh, so so you only eat them when you make them? Uh, well, I don't make Mexican food very often at home. Oh, now the truth comes out. Yeah, I just don't make Mexican food very often at home. We do a lot of sort of like Vietnamese-y kind of stuff, uh, Korean-y that kind E-A-S-Y? of stuff. Was that E-A-S-Y? But uh, like a lot of Italian, we don't do a lot of Mexican food at home. So I don't even know the last time I bought tortillas to make something at home. Then let me tell you how I heat flour tortillas. Great, go on. May I? Yes, please. Um, I take a wet paper towel and put it on a plate. Then I put the tortillas on top of that. Then I put another wet paper towel on top of that. And then I microwave it, and it sort of steams them. Cool. Okay. And so you would do that if you wanted to keep them soft, like for wrapping around something like a burrito filling. Yeah. I mean, and if I'm making a quesadilla, then, I mean, you don't need to preheat them in any way. You just no. Plop them in. Plop them. Plop them. Anything else? There's one, one more thing that I wanted to talk about. Slaked lime. No, yes, very much so, but that's going to be on our corn tortilla episode, okay. which will be another time. Okay. I used to live in New York briefly, and there was this uh, sort of chain, like this is this is kind of a New York thing where there's like a bunch of restaurants that are sort of a chain and sort of not a chain, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like uh-huh. like famous Ray's Pizza, that kind of thing, Okay. Uh, where it's like, you know, people copying people and maybe some of them are owned by this. This is boring. Uh, anyway, the, the chain I'm talking about was called Fresco Tortilla, uh, okay. and- they were these, uh, and still are, these little uh, little tiny hole-in-the-wall restaurants that uh, seem to be all owned by um, ch- people of Chinese descent. And they all had the same industrial flour tortilla machine that would, uh, you put dough in the top, or dough balls in the top, and it would spit flour tortillas out directly onto a griddle. And so it would start griddling up these tortillas, and you could get like the chicken fajita filling or the bean filling or a bunch of other fillings. It was super trashy and really cheap and really good. It and I have such really fond memories of this place. Is it still there? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I It may I not still be good. Yeah, I Googled it before um, uh, before the episode, and, and there are definitely locations that still exist. I haven't heard anybody talk about it for years. Yeah, and I mean, like, we all remember, Matthew, that you're old. You're older than I am. Yeah, this was in this was in the 90s. This was in the 90s, so we're not endorsing this company by any means. No, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to endorse it. Oh. It's, it's not even a company. It's for like president? A, a you would prefer of... this company over Donald Trump. I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> I would choose, I would vote for a tortilla that recently <laughs> came out of a tortilla machine over Donald Trump. That's... Me too! <laughs> Spilled milk has cast its endorsement. <laughs> yeah, in the in the past I've said we shouldn't say anything political on the show for risk of alienating people. No. I'm okay with it. I am totally okay with alienating it. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra might be the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. And to get your hands on one, no charge, go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk and get a 30-day free trial. If you love it, keep it, and they'll charge your card. If you don't love it, send it back. Your card will not be charged a thing. That's thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. Uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com. 
You can find us on Lime at slakedlime.com. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. Uh, what are we going to post <clears throat> on the old website? Um, uh, well, we're going to, um, how about we throw up a link to the, uh, you know, to the, the crepe recipe, uh, the, the, the flour tortilla crepe recipe? Yeah, for sure. I think when you said, when you said, uh, how up. about we throw up, it, it <laughs> took me right back to peristalsis. <laughs> reverse, was, reverse peristalsis. Yeah, because I was thinking of, You're right. of peristalsis is just moving stuff through. It's just You're right. When you said peristalsis, I heard reverse peristalsis. That's just the way my mind works. (laughs) In reverse. (laughs) Like how when you said flour tortilla, I said slaked lime. Uh Uh-huh. Uh yeah, Facebook, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh I think we're on the Google Play Store now, maybe. In which case if you use like an Android device, uh you can just wherever you listen to the show, please leave us a review. Cool. Thank you. Like in your car. If you listen to the show in your car, <laughs> please review your car. Yeah. Toyota Celica, five stars. Uh-huh. That probably hasn't been made in like 30 Toyota years. Toyota Celica. I love that that's where you went. <laughs> that was the first car that I thought of. Oh, great. Uh, and until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Uh, and thank you for triangulating our coordinates. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster-Burton. Crunch, crunch. Smush, smush. Gobble, gobble. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.